back, everyone, to Stewards of a Broken Sun. This is our third season of Stories of a Broken Sun. This season, we are playing the game Songs for the Dusk. We're using version 0.5 by Kavita Poduri and Quinn Floredo Vega. Make sure that you pick up this game if you wish. It is an excellent one and well worth it. Uh, you can get access to the current beta rules by backing uh, Kavita on Patreon, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes, and you can purchase the game as well through Itch, and the link to that is in every episode description. So today we are joined by a good collection of our myriad folk. So let's introduce ourselves. First up, we've got Keekers. Hello everyone, it is me, Keekers, also known as Be a Space Cat. I use she, her pronouns. And today I'm playing Keva Jarma, who also is a possessor of she, her pronouns. We've got Mike. Avast me, Swabies. It is I, Pirate Blood. I use they, them pronouns because I plundered them. And I am again playing Reaching Through the Night, a starfish cyborg who use he, him. Very nice. And we've got Velvet today. Dark greetings, everyone. I'm Velvet Divine. I use favorite pronouns. Uh, I will be playing Joan Jaws or Jojo as they are affectionately known. Don't sue me. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. And I am Matt, or ARP. My pronouns are here, they. You can find me on Twitter at Ycaliber. Follow the show at Broken Sun RPG or visit our website, brokensunrpg.com. Uh, when last we left off, the Myriad had completed a mission to keep an eye on the cable representatives from the Anthophita Republic and had discovered that those representatives were working with the uh, Free Realms Commission to move something illicit into Medleystead, at least something that's not been approved by the people of Medleystead to be brought into the city. All right, so we're going to jump into downtime. That was a fairly dramatic mission. If you would like, you should listen to it. I think the team spent the entire thing in a desperate position. So just where um, we thrive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I was still in desperate when I was with those people. Yeah, so make sure that you mark your experience uh, appropriately for your roles there. Every desperate role gives you experience in the related uh, attribute. Uh, right, so you started off in a desperate position because you lost track of most of the people you were supposed to be following. Uh, Keva was, I suppose, being kept busy by the decoy group, uh, having a, you know, a drink, a coffee up at the starport and ollie and reaching went to try and track them down and jojo went separately to try and track down another group they could split up and cover more of the city uh, jojo ended up in a battle in the free medical uh, district uh, with who we learned is leto throughway who appears to be connected in some way to the anthophita republic people during the duel they destroyed the roof of a clinic and caved it in um, and jojo chose to uh, rescue the people who were trapped under the rubble rather than uh, focus their attentions on the battle with Leto. And Ollie and Reaching were able to basically complete the mission by tracking the uh, one of the groups that the Logistark had tagged as being of particular interest and finding that they were working with the uh, Free Realms Commission. And uh, yeah, they were able to identify one of the people involved in that transaction, Enor Sunye. 
So that was a boondoggle code, which means the mission is complete. And that is going to bring us into downtime for last session before we get into this session's mission, which is connected to the last session. Downtime is divided into four parts, upkeep, notoriety, entanglements, and downtime activities. So upkeep, after a job, your crew makes sure the people you've helped can handle things and take stock of your income from the mission. Figure out how many shells you take home, you roll a pool, dice, uh, a dice pool based on one of two traits. If you did some work for a specific faction, you can use that faction's tier for the role. And if you did work for a town, city, or settlement, you can use the location of resources rating for that region, adjust it up or down as appropriate. Um, we're going to use the faction in this case. You did a job for the Bazaar Merchants Commission, which is a tier three uh, faction within Medley Stead. So I'll just, okay, five. So you are able to get uh, five shells. And I am going to record those shells into your myriad sheet for now. So um, I'm going to list those under your prosperity here. So we have these held and they're not yet invested, but they are held in your prosperity there. Uh, we can choose to put some into the cash, but for now we're going to say that they are held here in, uh, in your community. And that's helping you build towards getting up to your next level of prosperity. Good, so heat and notoriety, I believe. Is that what we're doing next? Okay. Uh, yes, you, of course, we can decide if you want to divide the shells amongst your crew individually as well. Those representing um, influence and resources, you know, favors and such that you can call on rather than an actual currency. Uh, as Medley said, does not use currency. Heat and notoriety. Confronting chaos is a part of your job, and every mission you run feeds the rumor mill of, of the inflorescence. With those rumors come attention, both good and bad. With every mission you run, you'll pick up a little more heat, a representation of the many eyes of the continent turning their attention towards you. You gain heat at the end of each mission based on how much damage you caused. So, zero heat, smooth and simple, no collateral damage. Two heat, contained minor collateral damage. Four heat, chaotic, problems spill over into civilian areas, major collateral damage, major acts of violence. Six heat, wild and devastating. The problem majorly intrudes into civilian areas, severe collateral damage, there are civilian casualties. Uh, the good news is no civilian casualties. Fortunately, Jojo rescued that civilian, um, but there was major collateral damage that spilled over into civilian areas. Uh, so in that case, that means we would start at four heat. Uh, we have an additional three heat added to that, uh, which was a consequence to a desperate roll. So that's starting seven heat. Add plus one heat for a mission conducted against a high profile or well-connected target, not at the moment. Plus one for heat for an operation conducted in hostile territory. No, it's just friendly territory. Plus one heat if anyone has a vendetta against you, not as yet. Plus two heat if anyone in your crew kills or permanently injures someone that did not take place. So seven heat is what we're going to do here. Uh, extra heat rolls over. So you are currently at seven heat. We're going to add seven to this. So that will fill it up. And oh, very we'll good. Bring you up to notoriety level one. And then, okay. So you're at notoriety level one with five spare heat in there in the heat track. So notoriety level one uh, means that we have a uh, fun new thing when we roll entanglements because higher notoriety levels contribute to more dramatic entanglements. Entanglements can smell trouble for your community, but they can also be opportunities in disguise. The higher your notoriety is, the bigger the potential risk or reward will be. So entanglements, after each mission, you roll dice to find out which entanglement comes calling because uh, your home is built by people with an interrelated web of histories, debts, relationship secrets, and other connections. Sometimes those connections come a calling and an entanglement is probably going to make your life more complicated. And we are going to roll one of these now. So we're at between four to six heat, which means we'll roll two dice. And we're going to, we're notoriety level one now. 
So we are going to roll two dice on the notoriety level one table. Would anyone like to roll two dice, please? I should not be rolling. Give me a moment. I trust your magic hands. A four. Okay. We just had this one. I don't want to do the same one again. All right. So how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? (laughs) Okay. Five. Space-time scream. Strange visions scream out across the fabric of reality, piercing into the minds of your crew. Resist with semiosis or take level one harm as the visions tear through you. You still see the visions even if you resist. They just don't cause you pain, okay? Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, this makes, this makes God. sense. This makes sense. Um, all right. Your space-time scream. Uh, so each of you, as you are, as you have finished your mission you're all reconvening and heading back to the aquarium uh to debrief decompress and uh you know figure out where you want to go next uh while you wait for the uh, bizarre merchants collective to finish their day's negotiations with coda Briffin. and as you step into the aquarium there is this moment of intense stress as you each experience a vision as if you are pulled into the body of someone else in some other place at some other time. What you experience is this, and you all experience this same vision at the same time. You are in a town. You know that this is a town, even though it's kind of unfamiliar in terms of what each of you might experience as a town. It's these low buildings made of wood with thatched roofs made of, looks like maybe straw or something else like that. There are torches that are burning uh, outside most of the buildings. And you see like a a large open area in the middle. There are some merchants with signs up, painted wooden signs. Uh, A large, slightly higher wooden building at one end that uh, looks fairly official. There are people moving around. And as you are experiencing this vision, you see as if you were there for a long time, it becomes clear that the people moving around are following some kind of preset path and preset scripts. These people look real and look alive to you and look like regular people, but they each seem to go through a certain set of motions and then eventually they end up back where they started and the whole thing starts over again. And it doesn't seem to be a loop because you are still moving and going through this town. It's just that everyone else around you is going through this script and you speak to people and they say a line or two. And after a few of these loops that you witness, you go and you speak to those people again and they just say the same thing. You know, regardless of what point in their series of actions they're doing, they say the same thing over and over again. And if you didn't know any better, you would think that this was some type of role-playing game that you were witnessing. And you approach the large building on the other end, and you see there's a a glitch. The game sort of disintegrates. There's those lines going across it. It pixelates, and suddenly the village is a modern village, as we the viewers would see it. A modern village, like a, a, a town with brick houses and things like that. And But the people are still doing very similar things, even though their clothing has changed. Similar thing, similar loop. They say almost the same thing. The big building is like some kind of city hall and you take another step towards it and there's another glitch. And now it's a futuristic cyberpunk style building that you're looking at. Everything is neon and chrome and 
strange lights and lighting and the people are more shadowy and darker and more violent but they're still doing these loops one after the other and as you continue to walk towards the city hall you see that there is one person there a, a woman who has these sort of laser punk look to her synth pop laser punk appearance it's you know that it's a, a woman because there's like a tag and understanding of it but there's no set signifier that would let you know oh this is a woman there's no like easily identifiable gender markers on her and as you are approaching she is looking at you and her eyes are pleading and she reaches out towards you as you take those last final steps and she opens her mouth as if to say something of import and then finally she says hey there are you looking for a job and there is such pain in her eyes as she says it and she looks down and she looks up again and she opens her mouth and she says, hey there, are you looking for a job? And you can see a crystalline tear moving down her cheek as she grows more and more frustrated and clenches her fist and opens her mouth once more and says, hey there, are you looking for a job? And you are plunged back into your bodies once more. So you will need to resist with semiosis or take the level one harm disoriented. Ah, well, I appear to have filled my stress bar. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'll try to resist with semiosis. Yeah, you got to resist with semiosis. And I rolled two pips, correct? Uh, yep. Two dice for semiosis. Oh, okay. Five. So that's uh, one stress for Jojo. And Keva takes no stress. You roll the six. Keva's like, oh, this is this is bad, but like Keva's been Keva's been to this rodeo before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh reaching, you rolled two, so that would be four stress. That would fill up your stress. Okay. Yep, just girly things. All right. So well the good news is your stress all clears. Uh but I think reaching, there's something about this particular vision and uh the way that it interacts with your hybrid uh, like cyborg nervous system that causes your suit to crash and that causes like a cascade failure um like in your in your neural network as well sort of taking you out of commission until you can get that suit fixed up um so you know you're you're being fixed up presumably by ollie who's deeply concerned about this uh, development but uh, that is why you are not in this scene in this moment to respond to what has just happened but uh jojo and keva would you like to respond to what you just experienced it's uh, i don't know how to say this but i think someone took uploaded consciousnesses like from the sun and stuck them in an rpg or, or something like that is, is some sort of entertainment but also torture i don't know oh my gosh just another problem to fix. This is my first time experiencing something like this, uh, and I would like it to be my last. Ah, uh, my sweet summer child. I would hope the same thing. Okay, uh, so reaching, you will have developed a quirk when we see you next. If you don't know what it is just yet, that's okay. Um, okay, go ahead. Does lag make sense? Hmm, that seems like a pretty severe quirk. Yeah, that seems bad. Mm. Yeah, uh, read over the read over the quirks section crazy. in the book to see if you if anything there uh, 
helps with that. I think having lag between your brain and your body wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be great for us. Um, all right. So after entanglements, we move on to the next step, which is downtime activities. Every strider gets two downtime activities. Uh, if you have a friend, contact or community member who can help you with a downtime activity, take an extra die to the roll. After the roll, you can spend shells to improve the result level. And we've got acquire asset, construct foundation, craft, cut loose, long-term project, lose heat, recover, unwind, and train. Uh, these are on page 108 of the PDF if you want to take a look. Uh, so you can take a moment to think about the actions you'd like to take, and then we will uh, go through those. Um, just to refresh my memory, we had talked about how since Keva did not um, cut loose or, you know, do anything, she was going to end up with two stress because of her two traumas. Yeah, if you don't uh, cut loose or unwind during downtime and you have quirks, then you take one stress per quirk uh, okay, as a result. So that is up to four stress right now. Okay, got it. You can let me know whenever you've got a downtime action you'd like to take. Yeah, I was just, just like, uh, are, are we all waiting? Um, where's that clock? I have mine if folks need more time. Oh yeah, go for it. All right, what do you want to start with? I would like to relieve some stress. Okay, are you going to cut loose or unwind? Remind me of the difference between the two. Okay. Uh, when you cut loose, you and as many crewmates as you wish go and relieve stress together as a group. I had an idea for that. <laughs> when you cut loose, you ask who's willing to join you, say what you do together to relieve some of that pressure that hangs over you. Only the person leading the cut loose action uses up a downtime action since they're organizing it and getting everyone together. Uh, yeah, I can do a cut loose for all of us if needed. Or whomever wants to join, rather. I would like to join. I was thinking it would be fun if we all chilled in a hot tub or, like, a sauna or whatever works for all of our characters. Classic anime scene. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think reaching can do a cut loose right now because reaching is at zero stress. Yeah. And is getting uh, repaired at the moment. I think a hot tub would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JoJo probably wouldn't do the hot tub either, but definitely a sauna. Okay. Uh, so do we, we cut to a sauna and uh, Keva and uh, let's see, Keva and Jojo are in the sauna, uh, you know, with towels or whatever they, uh, they wish to have. And the steam is, is roiling about you as you enjoy the, the heat and the humidity of the sauna. Relaxing our, mus yeah, relaxing our muscles. Uh, Ke so I know Keva's going to have a, uh, towel around her torso how does jojo wear their towel jojo probably around the waist <laughs> okay i just imagine just keva and jojo sitting there and keva just being like so apparently in in earth history there were like certain places where people really 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 liked saunas i guess like this one country they really really liked saunas I mean, I get it, but it's really weird for me because I grew up where it was more dry heat than wet heat. How about you? Are there saunas in Nazareth? Not exactly. I guess the closest would be kind of hanging out near some of the geothermal vents. Okay. So, like, would you do that when your muscles were sore, like from flexing too hard, or...? I never did personally, but I know some people enjoyed it. Uh, I was the type 
to try and clear the rings of fire. But that might just be a me thing. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was pressing the wrong key. Okay, that's an interesting one. So, like, when you say rings of fire, you mean the actual, like, volcanic pits? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> when you cut loose... Uh, do, do, do. Absolute rage of a party y'all are having. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's just chilling in the hot room. Chilling in the Summer. sauna with my shark friend. You roll with your weakest attribute rating, uh, since your most vulnerable qualities are the ones you most need to set at ease. Oh, though I totally imagine throughout that whole thing, Kev was drinking some sort of fruity mocktail. <laughs> you know, n- no alcohol because, you know, dehydration. There's a, you know, a, a very key technology that uh, is a glass, a mocktail glass that keeps the drink cool, even in a sauna. <laughs> so, Kev, it looks like you'll be rolling your kinesis. Uh, so, yeah, you're relaxing your muscles there. Uh, so you'll be rolling one die and Jojo uh, analysis. You'll be rolling zero dice. So roll two and take the lowest. Dun, dun, dun. All right, here we go. Ooh. Oh, oh, that's a one. Oh, sorry. You, you each also roll an additional die because it is you're doing it with uh, a, a teammate rather. So you always roll one additional die. I crit. Okay, so... Do I take the three or the six? Because the six would mean I'd over... Whoops, I rolled three again. Uh, so, but basically just six, one, three. So I guess I take the one, lowest of the three. So you got your you got your three there. That you're going to clear three stress for Jojo. For Keva, you do clear six stress, which means that you have overindulged here. When you overindulge, it means that, uh, I mean, you've got stressful lives. Most people don't really understand the kind of stress you're under. Uh, something goes wrong in your group. Someone makes a bad call, let something slip they shouldn't, or so on. As a group, pick a consequence from the list below. Disharmony. Something reveals to your crew that maybe you're not as in sync as you thought you were. Start with one less harmony on your next mission. Extra trouble. Someone says or does something reckless and it gets around. Roll an extra entanglement, or choose one from your notoriety level that seems appropriate. Internal strife. One of you let slip a cruel joke, an unkind insecurity, or something else, and tensions flare up in the group. Maybe this turns into an explosive argument, or maybe you all keep the tension simmering just below the surface. But either way, everyone takes one stress after the roll and any special abilities are applied. And unfocused, whatever night you had, it's made it hard for you to get back into work mode. You take minus one die on your next engagement roll. I would say of these, it's probably either extra trouble or unfocused. Yeah, I was thinking that Keva would be unfocused because I, but I mean, that all, what do you guys, uh, what do you, gang, what do you prefer? Up to you. I have no real preference. All right, let's go with unfocused then. Okay. That's negative one die. On engagement. So I think what happened was that Keva actually had an actual cocktail mm. and has a hangover or something. Okay. Um, whenever you cut loose, you can choose to add a new experience to your belief clock. Or, or me? No, she she wouldn't have. Never mind. Well, I don't know. That's Maybe too Maybe you just spent too long in the sauna and just... <laughs> That's probably it. <clears throat> So experiences, whenever you cut loose, you can choose to add a new experience to your belief clock. The experience doesn't have to be specifically related to what you did to cut loose, but you should tell the table what happened during your cutting loose that made you remember the experience. Write that experience down and tick the clock up by one. So you can each choose to add something to your uh, experiences clock down here below community relationship. If you want something that 
came up uh, as a result, either during your time in the sauna or as a result of your time in the sauna. And then you mark one of these uh, experience tracks, and then that will bring you closer to filling up your belief clock. You don't have to add a belief, but you can. All right, Keva learned more about Jojo. There are other places. Jojo, are you adding a, a belief here? Uh, or experience, rather? I should. Machine, please. There's three. Uh, and an experience as a result of us hanging out or the mission in general? Uh, it says it. Uh, the experience doesn't have to be specifically related to what you did to cut loose, but you should tell the table what happened during your cutting loose that made you remember that experience. So it's either related to being in the sauna or an in related to a memory that came up uh, as a result of being in the sauna. Uh, you know what? I think as a result of being in the sauna and just, you know, vibing and relaxing, not thinking too much, uh, I think JoJo was taken back to, you know, that last little leg, leg, that last little leg of the fight with Leto, uh, and how instead of, you know, overanalyzing every little detail, they should just trust their instincts. Good deal. All right. So you can type that in and then mark your experiences. Who has got? Oh, okay. So you've typed in Jojo learn more or Keva learn more about Jojo and Nazoth. She learned that her community is unique. All right, cool. Uh, who else has got downtime actions they would like to do? So that was, that was Jojo's action. I would like to find out more about the game. Okay. And how would you like to do that? I think I, I go on a, you know, instead of relaxing because I just, um, find it very difficult to first of all to want to leave my suit in order to go into my tank and also to to let go uh, at least in the the present moment of the of, of what we saw uh, reaching through the night goes on a little shadow operation with the logistark to try to ferret, ferret out more information from those people that i managed to tag okay what action do you see this as in terms of downtime actions uh where do i where do i have those Ooh. Acquire asset, construct foundation, craft, cut loose, long-term project, lose heat, recover, unwind, or train. I guess long-term project. Okay. So you want to work with the Logistark to learn more about the game in your vision or the game from the footage? Um, reaching is assuming they're both the same game. Ah, interesting. An assumption. We know what they say about those. See an enemy. They take gumption. Mm. Um, all right. So long-term projects, and you're working with Logistark on this. I think she's certainly happy to uh, dispatch part of herself to uh, assist you with this because she's very interested in this uh, thing as well. And uh, all right, so long-term project. Catch all downtime activity for pretty much any long-term goal you might have. You can start a long-term project to keep track of your work on all kinds of goals. In this case, investigating where this game came from, what it is. Uh, I think this is a four-step clock. Uh, so we'll add this to the crew sheet. Where on here would we put this? Uh, maybe we'll put this on your sheet reaching. Yes, you've got a long-term project thing here. Okay. Uh, all right. So long-term projects, investigate investigate the game, investigate mystery game. And uh, you said you were going out on a mission for this. So that's probably Trace or Shadow that you're doing there. Unless I already know where they are, because I do have those, um, whatchamacallit, the tracking beacons on them. Uh, shadow or Trace. Yeah. Um, locate a target's location or sneak. I guess Trace, yeah. Okay, uh, roll one of your actions. All right, so just roll your trace, and then we'll mark a segment on the clock according to the result that you get. Any help from Logistark? Yep, you get an extra die, because you're working with her. What would a Lotus Gambit be? A Lotus Gambit. Uh, for a Lotus Gambit, I think you will. I had an idea, but Trudy's not here to 
ask about it. So I won't do that one. What's a good Lotus Gambit? Okay. Uh, the Lotus Gambit, I think if you, while you are doing this mission, uh, because you are doing this rather than any other type of downtime, it will add, uh, it will add one stress to your track. Okie doke. Just from the stress of doing this during the time you're supposed to be relaxing between missions. All right. Three dice it is. All right. A6. A6. Okay. So uh, when you roll a six on a long-term project, you uh, you mark uh, three segments on your clock. So you'd mark that as three out of four on on this one. So you are able to track where the, where are you following um, Orson or are you following the uh, the bird person that you tagged? Reaching is going to also assume that tracking Orson would be the least, the less hot option there. Mm. Because there's probably more eyes than just ours on the bird person. I don't want to be double caught. Okay. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you track Orson, and Orson is in a meeting with, uh, let's see, Orson is in a meeting with a member of the uh, Free Realms Commission, higher-ups. Orson is meeting with Tenderface. Um, these are your characters, your faction. What are they What are they talking about? Um, well, I guess that I don't know as a player whether or not, would I be in the position to decide whether or not the Free Realms Commission is in its entirety um, assisting the Anthophidum Republic? Uh, it's it's your faction. This is, I messaged you about who would they get in touch with if they wanted to move stuff illicitly, and you, you gave me the options, including Orson here. So it's, it's always your call because it's your faction, whether it's a, a splinter here or whether there's uh, a faction-wide thing supporting this do, do, do. maybe orson is trying to pitch it to tenderface okay all right so from that you you're able to learn that orson maybe didn't have full support of his faction behind him when he got into bed with uh with cable on this so now that it's already in motion it looks like orson is trying to like ask forgiveness rather than permission kind of deal yep uh and, and pitch it in in that way so you're able to you're able to to listen in on that, and uh, you learn some information about about the operation. Uh, you're lear- able to learn some information about uh, the operation um, while you are listening. It's not like you're not able to get everything, and you don't get like the key bits of information, such as what it is or where it is uh, or how they're moving it. It's mainly Orson talking about the advantages and like how they're going to get like an in with uh, with this huge powerful faction. Uh, and you know how that will be advantageous to them, and uh, they might be able to get access to technology that will let them move between more realities more easily and in a more directed way than they currently can. All right, I start uh, head back and start writing up uh, my report, even though my investigation isn't finished just yet. Okay. Uh, other downtime actions. So we've had one each from Reaching and Jojo. Okeba, do you have one you want to do? Another action. Um, Kevin was going to work on her long-term project. Okay. What are you doing to work on this project? Hmm. Last time you got your um, in, intern, associate, apprentice to uh, Men- do... Mentee. yeah. To, uh, to work on dealing with the Monster Care Squad to work on their, you know, their social socialization abilities and such. Mm-hmm. Give me a moment to think. Hmm. Well, uh, one possibility is that they could help clean up jojo's mess <laughs> yeah one with the the clinic. clinic yeah okay yeah we can certainly we can certainly do that if you'd like so uh your mentee will be out working on on that and what's keva's role 
here? Like what action do you think Keba is doing in, in service of this? It might be shake. Shake. Okay. Um, because she's also helping fix this. <laughs> All right. It's just sort of like, they're both there and it's just like, yep, we broke it. We fixed it. Okay. Uh, so give that a roll. And uh, you also <laughs> roll two die because you're doing this with your mentee. Okay. So second die. Okay, partial is better than complete failure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when you go to four or five, you fill two segments on your clock. So that'll bring you up to uh, three out of six. Very nice. So things go decently well. You know, you're able to use your, your own skills and uh, your mentee is able to use their uh, particular strengths to assist in the rebuilding. And the, in the process is brought in touch with uh, more people in the local community and gets to work on both their I guess, uh, public perception and also their understanding and experiences with uh, helping out in this way in the community. Yes. yes. Okay. So that's one for each person so far. Uh, Jojo, your second downtime action. Uh, I think I'll do the, the solo stress relief because I still have tons on my board. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's unwind. It's on page uh, 111. When you unwind, you spend time with an NPC community member to shed stress. When you decide to unwind, say who you go to and what you do together. Uh, you can unwind with a group of NPCs the same as you would an individual. For example, your family, a group of students, or so on. Once you've decided who you go to and what you do together, you're set. The process for unwinding works the same as for cutting loose. Make an attribute roll using your lowest attribute rating and clear stress equal to the highest die result. And there's a different set of uh, potentials for overindulging, and you can also write up experiences based on this. So with whom and what? Uh, would I be able to improve, not improve, uh, I think I want to roll with semiosis and uh, kind of help repair the damage to the clinic. Okay. Yeah, you can You can certainly go along and, and are you there at the same time as Keva and her mentee or are you there at a different time? Uh, probably at the same time. All right. So let's, uh, let's give it a roll. You're there with uh, Keva and her mystery mentee. And so you roll uh, one die rather than zero die. So you'll clear two stress. Jojo doesn't have much luck um, with clearing stress in general, do they? No, no, they don't. It's always one or two. They're always on the edge. It's the top end. On the edge of glory. Uh, okay. Hey. And reaching your second action. I want to train semiosis with the enduring loop. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I think if you're training semiosis with the enduring loop, they're always, always happy to see you. And... Uh, Probably you'll be working with uh, Dangerous Midnight in that case. Um, Dangerous Midnight, an avid searching fog grows watching the stone lie. An adaptable, fair-minded engineer um, who has you know good experience with uh, the semiosis end of things. Z tends to be the face of the group, uh, as we know before. Uh, Dangerous Midnight is uh, an anglerfish type cyborg with fine manipulators built in to their uh, to your belly and then uh some rugged legs uh, that uh, as he rides around him oh hey how are you doing reaching through the night i haven't seen you in a dog's age that's a saying i learned about recently it's been busy and difficult to acclimatize to a different unit oh yeah i know that feeling how are you how are you getting along with that uh myriad a myriad is um diverse and we tend to approach problems and Unorthodox ways. It's not that we're not effective, but not exactly what I expected. I can understand that. Life is full of these challenges, especially 
when you're working on the kind of coalition that we're continuing to build here in Medleystead, it's certainly tough. You look, uh, you're looking down. Is there something on your mind? This last operation unnerved me a bit. Oh, no. I, I'm sure you understand. It's all I can say for now. I get it. I get it. But hey, you know, if you want to talk, I'm the soul of discretion. Thank you, Midnight. Okay. And so, ACDU, you know, that's connecting. So you're training your connection by talking with Dangerous Midnight there. So mark your experience in semiosis. And uh, Keva, do you have a second downtime action you want to do? Yes, I was thinking of training my kinesis again. Okay. Do you have uh, someone in mind that you wish to train with? <laughs> or are you just doing like a solo gym kind of thing? <laughs> Part of me is just like... Who's solo gym? <laughs> Keva's... <laughs> solo gym. Yes, Keva hits up solo gym and says, gee, you know, no. Um, you laugh, but I've already added solo gym to the NPC <laughs> list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good I idea. Wait. Along with that other one we were talking about before the start of today's session. Don't have a name for them yet, though. All right, so you're uh, you're training your kinesis, so you can add a dot to that, uh, add a point to kinesis track. Um, I think that Keva is actually training with. It's not ravaging zenith. It's ravening. Ravening. Zenith, because I think that afterwards, after all that's done, and I think that ravening Zenith is like, I was disappointed that we didn't get to spar again, Keva. Something like that. That that was my best attempt on the spur of the moment at that. She does have a tough voice to do. I don't know if my throat's up to it right now. Um, but yes, so you... You get that done, and that's the end of our downtime actions, bringing us into reading rhythms. Communities shift and change over time. At the end of downtime, everyone should take a chance to go over our community's ideals. Then each player, including me, can choose to tick or untick the community's ideals clock by one. Make this decision as a player, based on how you read the community, rather than based on what your character's perceptions might be. Tick the clock up whenever you think an event has happened that pushes the community towards new beliefs uh, or um, untick the clock if you think uh, events have made them more comfortable with what they think they know, or you can leave it alone. So again, just to make this clear, you tick the clock if you think an event that has happened that pushes the community towards new beliefs, whatever those beliefs may be. It doesn't have to be any specific new belief, just you think they're moving away from their current belief, and you untick it if you think they're getting more comfortable with their current belief, and you leave it alone if you think it hasn't moved one way or the other. So if we bounce over to the Myriad sheet here, we can see that the um, community ideals are strive to be good at many things rather than excellent at one. So given the events of the previous session, including the, the demonstrations uh, at, the, at the beginning and the uh, mission itself, which largely was not public, but there was that uh, destruction of a clinic in the midst of it, do you think as a player, that the community is moving away from that belief or consolidating that belief or no change based on these recent events. Gee, it's hard to know because I was thinking that there might be more political unrest just in general, but I don't know if that changes the ideal of strive to be good at many things rather than excellent at one. Yeah, I mean, a, a new belief may not necessarily mean completely abandoning the existing one. It just means that there will be it for the community. Like the community's current focus is we've got to 
spread our attentions as much as possible into every area of and if you think there's any movement away so. from that towards anything else then you would tick it if you think that's strengthening that belief you would untick it and if you don't think it moved either way you can just leave it and each player gets uh, an opportunity to do this uh, i'm going to add a tick here i think the unrest uh, and the demonstrations the clash uh, that had happened recently caused people to once again reevaluate you know there are these pushing and pulling ideals this rift thing is a real flashpoint that seems to be causing a lot of people to question where Medleystead is headed as a community. So mm -hmm. regardless of where they fall on the more focus on rifts or don't focus on rifts, either way, they're moving away from strive to be good at many things. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I agree. I'll add my tick there. And Mike and Velvet? I too will add a tick. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, that's going to fill our community ideals clock. Okay. Ideals clock is eight ticks in total. What happens when it fills? Whoops, I should have had that ready to go. <laughs> so Hang on just a moment. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying that was okay. That you don't always have to be completely prepared in every single way because we're all human. Yeah, I'm just trying to get keep things moving. Okay, so first thing, whenever your ideals clock ticks over and you rewrite your community ideals, you mark crew experience. All right, so that means that we... Mark our crew experience, uh, one point in that, bring us up to four crew experience so far. Uh, and we clear our community ideals clock and we say, what do we think the community's new ideal is? We think their ideal is something like um, approach innovations carefully, or is it something more along the lines of take necessary risks to protect ourselves? or progress requires risk, or uh, progress isn't worth um, destruction. Tread like lightly. That That's also good. Yeah. Tread lightly. The risks should not outweigh the rewards. Okay. So, <laughs> tread lightly on new ground. Yeah, I just Risks left. should Joe. not outweigh rewards. All right, so there's a bit more of a uh, conservative bent in that way uh, towards the approach, the way that the community is viewing technology. So I'm, uh, I'm guessing that this means that um, Bryson Stokes has been able to sway uh, more people over to his side there of like, we need to, if not completely shut down practical rift research, we need to at the very least slow it way down. Because so far, every time we've messed with it, it's, it's caused pain and suffering in our community. And I guess enough people are cognizant of that or willing to uh, share that view that uh, it shifts the community's ideals in that way. Okay. Experience. Um, all right. Let's do our experience and then we will launch into our mission. Jojo or Reaching, who'd like to go first with experience? Jojo. Is Jojo there? Velvet? I was muted. I am here. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, at the end of each session, review the following triggers. For each yes, mark one experience. If you acted on the trigger multiple times, mark two instead. Did you address a challenge with endurance or intercept danger before it could strike? I do believe I did. Okay. Yeah, you certainly addressed with endurance when your uh, approach to surveillance was run around the entire city hoping I see what I want to see. So that's a challenge with endurance. <laughs> intercept danger before it could strike with your use of your melody, I think so. So you can mark two for that. Uh, and you can Please. mark the experience to any track or your playbook, or you can add it to the courier's myriad playbook. 
All right. Did you express your heritage, background, or anchors? Your heritage of Nazoth, your background, warrior on a quest, or your anchors, part of your world, move like you and talk like you? I do believe I did. Okay. Um, you certainly expressed your heritage about Nazoth while you were uh, cutting loose with Keva, so that was there. Um, was there a different time that you had in mind that might add a second experience to that? I would say probably as far as my anchors go, choosing to, you know, safeguard the community before finishing the fight. Okay. Wanting to make sure to put the community before your own uh, desire to fight stuff. And similarly, did you struggle with issues from your belief or quirks? You don't have any quirks yet, but you do have that belief. The community is a safe place for me and my loved ones and the people here need me to protect it. Uh, I would say one definitely for struggling between keeping the community safe and uh, fighting stuff. Okay. So you can mark a total of five experience in your playbook track, any attribute track, or the crew's XP track. Cool, cool. Uh, reaching. Are you there? Aha, it is I. Did you address a challenge with physical prowess or use your surroundings to your advantage? For certain. Yeah, I think definitely working uh, through the rooftops and using your excellent aim was physical prowess and using your surroundings to your advantage uh, would be the hiding on top of the neighboring ship for sure. That'd be two you can mark there. Did you express your heritage, background, or anchors? Heritage of Centauran Flotilla, background as a military scout, and anchors as commitment to life partners, duty to the flotilla remnants, and peace to establish a lasting one. Maybe just one for the military scout, just okay. my, my processes. You did go and speak to Dangerous Midnight, which I would call expressing your heritage. Well, there you go. Another like in, in a time of stress, the place that you went was home, right? Yep. Okay, so that's two. And did you struggle with issues from your belief or quirks? Your belief, uh, this community is a safe place for me and my loved ones, and the people here need me to protect it. Hmm. Definitely. I mean, I didn't have the one quirk before, but the community is a safe place for me and my loved ones, and the people here need me to protect it. I think I still think that's true. Okay. Um, now you gained your quirk during this session, because downtime counts as part of the session. So that'll Was count. there anything... You want to tell us about the quirk that you've gained? Yes, I've chosen Haunted. Not that um, Reaching still has like waking nightmares about the vision, but just that uh, the, the type of enemy that we're facing is, I, you know, you think it, the emergency came and you think maybe I've seen the worst of what can happen. But then we see some, we've just brushed up against something that might be just as bad, if not worse, as what the sun was doing to a certain, like it, to the degree that the simulation was bad. Okay. So it's like, well, here we go again. Mm -hmm. All right. So you've got that haunted there. Did you struggle with that since gaining it during the rest of your downtime there? I mean, I did get the stress because I couldn't sleep. Right. You did focus on addressing learning more about that game rather than uh, furthering any of your other goals. So I'd say yeah. you can mark one for that. All right. I'll put that in the crew. And I leveled up my semiosis. Hey, congratulations. Okay. All right, Keva. Did you address a challenge with empathy or talk your way out of a tough situation? Oh, she tried. Tried a lot. You did talk your way out of a, a tough situation at the end of the day there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's at least one there. Did you address a challenge with empathy or... Talk yourself out of a situation more than once. I know there, there's definitely one experience here for the way that you handled the uh, the decoy envoys. You know, for a second, it sounded like you said decoy honey boys. <laughs> I I want to know what those are now. <laughs> those sound very dangerous for Velvet. <laughs> Them honey boys. I think that's just another these is that the gang at like watch out for the honey boys they'll sting you 
Oh, wait, no, Boy is the name of film. Also true. These are the decoy honey boys, of course. Yeah. Did you express your heritage, background, or anchors? Your heritage of Havlon, your background as a sunbreaker, or your duty, your anchors of a duty taking care of your community, relationship with Emron Pak, or curiosity to go into the unknown? Yeah, uh, definitely use the relationship taking care of her community and Emron relationship there. Yeah, I think that's true. So you can mark two there. And did you struggle with issues from your belief or quirks? Your belief is, this community trusts me, I need to prove myself worthy. Uh, you have your uh, ovophobia quirk, and I, I don't know what your second quirk is. Oh, it's called uh, her anger at unjust people. So basically, if Keva here like starts to sniff, like, oh, these are abusive, bad people, she gets unreasonably angry at them even if it's not like actually what's happening okay so that, that can affect her diplomatic skills and, and general progress in life mm -hmm. uh so did you struggle with either of your quirks or with your community relationship the community trusts me i need to prove myself worthy she failed in one step but she didn't necessarily struggle that didn't have long lasting repercussions so i don't think i get uh, another one there well, it doesn't need to have long lasting repercussions for it to be a struggle it's just something, did it affect Keva during this mission? The dealing with this, like, was there a point during yeah. the mission when Keva thought, no, I need to prove myself worthy, or I'm not proving myself worthy right now? Or I need to go fix this because that's my job. Right. Yeah, that, that was definitely the beginning there. Okay, uh, so I guess that's four? We got four total there? Just two away. Okay, good. So that's that for experience. Jojo, did you mark any experiences from your unwinding or your cutting loose? I did mark an experience for the cutting loose. Okay, cool. What is it? Uh, Jojo has decided to trust their instincts more. Okay, that sounds good. All right, so you wanted to, for Ollie, your previous downtime, to cut loose. Uh, who are you cutting loose with? Um, that's a good question. Um, who wants to cut loose with Ollie? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a moment. Um, Jojo has no stress, and Keva has two stress, so yeah, either of yeah. them could end up um, overindulging pretty easily if they. I, uh, think, I, I think I already overindulged, actually. Yeah, that's oh, how we really? ended up with the second entanglement last time. Whoops. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Reaching is also stress free because he took that uh, quirk last time. You can unwind, which is the solo version. Yeah, let's unwind. Okay, so unwind. Let me just pull that up. Okay, when you unwind, you spend time with an NPC community member to shed stress. When you decide to unwind, say who you go to and what you do together. You can unwind with a group of NPCs, the same as you would an individual. For example, your family, a group of students, or so on. Once you've decided who you go to and what you do together, you're set. Process for unwinding works the same as for cutting loose. Make an attribute roll using your lowest attribute rating and clear stress equal to the highest die result. Oh, God, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, well, just who... What, who's Ollie going to hang out with to relax? Mm, has to be with someone else, because my, my, my gut reaction is nap. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do when I'm stressed. <laughs> oh, I totally get it. Is um, there a group nap pile? <laughs> I'm sure there's probably, I mean, Ollie has family, right? Yeah. Ollie, Ollie, will, Ollie will go nap with um, their siblings in a possum <laughs> pile. We love it. <laughs> How have you been doing, Ellie? <laughs> How 
How many siblings does Ollie have? I'm trying to think. How many? How many? I'm trying to think of how many possums generally a possum has because I just kind of want to pay homage to that. Twenty. Um, are you serious? Possums may give birth to as many as 20 babies in a litter, but fewer than half of them survive. Oh my god. Oh, that's sad. Let's just go with 10. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, let's let's go with 10. Okay. Oh, he has 10 10 siblings. Um, Okay, you're gonna give me all their names now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's Polly. No, I'm I'm teasing you. (laughs) I'll come up with them eventually. I'm so bad at names. It's fine. It's the oxen-free clan. (laughs) <laughs> um, how many how many parents does Ollie have? Is this uh, two parents or multiple parents or single parent or? No, Ollie has uh, three parents. Okay, all right. So a big nap pile then at the yep. oxen free residence. <laughs> so your lowest attribute rating. Let's see what that is. Ollie, your lowest attribute. Okay, so kinesis and semiosis are both the same. So you would roll one die. Okay, and you are unwinding with an npc so you roll two dice oh gosh okay get in two dice so i'm rolling two yeah all right three so you clear three stress from your stress track which brings Thank you down to one stress in total god i was worried <laughs> i was like i'm really chancing it there was a there was a solid chance that you could overindulge there but we did it um okay when you unwind also you can add a new experience to your relief clock uh, it doesn't need to be the experience of unwinding itself. Like the nap doesn't have to be <laughs> the experience. Um, but you can tell us what happened during your nap that made you reflect on this experience. And then that takes your clock up. Uh, you don't have to do this right now, but think about think about it. Okay. So your belief is my community can count on me for anything involving tech, but not much else. Mm-hmm. So you've had an experience that um, may contribute towards you better understanding that belief. or. Uh, or moving away from that belief or moving more closely towards it. Similarly to what, what we do with the community uh, beliefs clock. Yeah. If you have, if you have, if you think there's any change in that belief, then you would mark an experience and how that experience, you tell us how that experience moves you away from that belief one way or another. Okay. Or you can choose not to. All right. And you had a downtime, a second downtime action to do. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of doing um, a long-term project okay basically something related to the to the portals okay what kind of thing do you want to do with the portals um well ollie can currently close them um but ollie would like to figure out how to open them okay so you have had experience uh with quincy the train who can do that so you've got uh some some background there you know that someone is doing it from other places potentially people from the Anthophyta Republic. And so you have lots of data that you have used to scan uh, these different rifts. Who else is working on this right now? I'm just going to check. I think the Wayfinders Guild has a, okay, they're mapping rift destinations. There are five out of six on that. And Hades Town has, uh, they are working on the Labyrinth, which is an experimental portal. I don't know if your nature as a vermin adjacent would allow you to access Hades Town or not, but uh, there, there are these, there are these groups that are working on stuff like this as well that you could potentially work with, or you can work on it on your own if you prefer. Um, I think Ali wants to work on it on their own. Um, their rationale okay. is that um, there could potentially be some not so great things that 
some unsavory types could use this for, so they would prefer to keep it to themselves and other very trusted people. Okay. Uh, there's also, oh, you weren't here for this part. The community's belief changed. Oh. The community's ideal changed uh, due to the fact that every time people mess with portals, something bad has happened every single time. Yeah. Uh, it has led to the belief, which used to be, be uh, strive to be good at many things rather than excelling at one. Uh, the community ideal has changed to tread lightly on new ground. Risks should not outweigh rewards. So ah. uh, you are potentially also working against the community ideal, which is another reason to maybe keep it a little bit to yourself. Oh, good. <laughs> so how is Ollie? Well, let's see. So Ollie wants to be able to open a rift. Yeah just in general to be able to open it without using rift magic or to be able to open a directed portal or i'm going to drill down a little bit on this okay um they want to be able to just do it um i don't know just spontaneously okay through like technological means right yes okay okay i think that is going to be a six tick clock gotcha and what is ollie doing to start out their in their research here um, they're going to review all their materials that they have so far um, and try, I guess, um, figuring out anything that might be useful, kind of like going over your notes mm -hmm. and then looking for anything that might actually be helpful. Because sometimes you need to get, a, you know, your eyes on something a second time before you figure out, you know, something to latch on to that might be helpful. Okay. It sounds like your first step here is probably going to be rolling decipher as you review your notes here. And okay. review your information to get a starting point. All right, let's do it. Yee. Okay, and I think decipher is one one pip for you. And oh. You're working on your own, so number there, so a two there. Yeah. Uh, that means that we fill one segment of the clock. So on your character sheet, do you see the long-term project section on the left below the harm boxes? Yes. Okay. So type in the name of the project there. Under duration, you can put in six, and then fill in one of those boxes on the right side. Okay. And the last thing that we need to do for you before we can move to the new session here is experience. So I'll just go through your experience triggers with you. Uh, so did you address a challenge with technical know-how or devise unexpected uses for the tools at hand? And this is specifically in the, uh, in the session that we did where you were, what were we doing? Looking for what was happening with uh, the Republic representatives in the city. I honestly have such a bad memory that I can't remember. <laughs> All right. Anyone able to help us out with memories from there? I repeat the question. Uh, did Ollie address a technical challenge or address a challenge with technical know-how or devise unexpected uses for the tools at hand? I mean, you did help breaching uh, with like surveillance and hacking into the thing. Okay. So that sounds like a uh, two experience for that one. You can, uh, so, okay, we'll get two experience so far. Did you express your heritage, background, or anchors? Your heritage is the Rudiro Bloom. Your background is a labor repair person or your um, anchor, which is, I want to be able to create and repair anything during this mission, or the uh, downtime that we just did for you. Well, they did actually just, I guess, try to create something. I don't know if that would, yeah, that would relate to their anchor. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense to me. Your heritage of the Riddell Bloom, and specifically from your family there, you, you went to your family in order to unwind, so that's probably another two there. Yep. And finally, did you struggle with issues from your belief or quirks? My community can count on me for anything involving tech, but not much else. Did you struggle with that during the session of tracking or during the downtime? Or uh, you don't have any quirks yet? Nope. Okay, so for experience, you can mark it in your playbook track, in any attribute track, or in the crew XP track under the myriad 
uh, crew sheet. All right. I'm gonna, can I split it? Yes, of course. You can mark okay. as many as you want. Of those four, you can put as many of them wherever you want, as you want. Okay. Um, where do I... Here we go. I want to put two in each. So two in your playbook and two in the crew? Yep. Okay, cool. All right. And that brings that downtime to an end. Thank you for sticking with us there. 